0: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This week I'm joined by Daniel Kruper, hello, Christelly, all right, and Richard Bearpark. Hello, hello, Rich. You are back from
1: Paris, aren't you? Yes, I am. Why Bonjour. were we there? Uh, I went to go see Beyond Two Souls. Beyond. Beyond. C- can we not? Like, <laughs> it's not our thing. Okay. Uh,
0: so what did it say? So say again. Beyond Two Souls. Beyond. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and um, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so Beyond Two Souls Beyond. is. God's sake. It was is uh David Cage's new game. Yeah. It's very similar to Heavy Rain, but um Heavy
0: Rain esque, some would say.
1: Yes. I, w- I would go with Heavy Rain esque. It's very Heavy Rain esque. Control systems are pretty similar. Um and it seems like it's got a really cool story. So it spans over fifteen years focusing on two characters Jody, who you play when she's eight years old, um for fifteen years, and the uh ghostly character of Aiden, as well. Aiden? Yes. Aiden. 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 Aiden or Aiden? See, I don't know. Cause was
0: he saying it? He might have been French. Uh, Aiden. Aiden. Maybe he
1: was just saying, I <laughs> don't know. But, uh, uh, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, it's
0: a rubbish title, isn't it? Though? Like, It's nothing beyond, colon, Two Souls is just a bit. I don't really know what the heck it's about. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's,
1: you're playing Two Souls. But beyond, what's that got to do with it?
0: Just two souls.
1: I guess I don't so. know. Maybe it's going beyond two souls. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'm not too sure, but I really like it. I got to play it for a little bit. And I thought, um well, I was actually getting quite engrossed in it, personally. Um we only what? got to play one uh one little scene which lasted about thirty minutes. What I'll did you say. like about it? I like that it felt quite like a movie.
0: Like a movie. Like a movie. Like a film you see at the pictures. Yeah.
1: What kind of movie, Rich? I would say it's kind of experimental psychological thriller-ish.
0: Okay. What okay. do you mean by experimental? I don't really know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just kind of sounded right. Okay.
0: It's quite supernatural as well, isn't it? So Aidan's a ghost. Is he a ghost? Or he's, a spirit? Or? He's
1: not really anything. He's just an entity. Although David Cage did refer to him as a ghost sometimes. When is we he interviewed is him. Like a ghost? But he is—he's just an entity. And he's attached to Jody via like a cord. So imagine like a really long so abel- very like balloon. Like, so very yeah. much,
0: very much—it's like um, Banjo Kazooie <laughs> or Golden <laughs> Compass. Golden, Golden Compass. compass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a l- I think it's I a little I've bit more it. in depth. <laughs> you saying Banjo Kazooie is not in depth? <laughs> <laughs> is it like Chucky? Not that you know what Chucky is. <laughs> you might know what Chucky is. I don't, I know, I what don't know what is. Chucky is.
2: Where is, is Chucky? It's a it's a book, book from the sixties, and it was a TV show from about nineteen eighty-two. Kids' TV show about a weird alien spirit that. Chucky. Well, that kid part was born in
0: two thousand and four, so he's not going to remember that. <laughs> yeah. is but
2: it? I was quite, It was kind of directed to you, Alex. I don't remember it. Mm, Frighten the shit out of me. Yeah. So when's that? When's what are you doing with that footage, Rich?
1: Uh, so we've got a video preview going up over the weekend, over Easter weekend. Awesome. Which is cool. It I I mean, even though I did it myself, I really like it. Can I oh. say that? Can mm, yeah. you can. You'd be yeah. proud of your work? I'm proud of my work, so I hope I hope you guys watch that on Easter well. Sunday. You know,
0: yeah. appropriate, mm.
1: yeah. Um, and we also did a couple of interviews out of it. Mm. We had uh Lucy out in IGN Australia, she was also in Paris and she did a conversation piece with Keza and David Cage, uh, which went up last week. So you'll be able to find that on the site.
2: Cool, something Good. to look forward to. Yes, yeah. what about you, Chris? I have been on a film set this week. I, um, as you all know, I'm a bit of a fan of the Muppets, and I got to finally see them in action. Um, I went to Pinewood Studios for the shoot of the sequel, uh, The Muppets, dot, 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 again. And so many people get the number of dots wrong. Yeah, oh, it's, for, it's, for just it. it's, it's just three it's just three, three. Yeah. Mm. it's all it is I don't think
0: people know that it's an actual thing though that's why no, I think really. they just think put some dots they don't know it's an actual yeah. punctuation mark
2: so yeah I got to see them in action and <laughs> really um, say, so. I got a tour of the workshop and I interviewed Kermit and Piggy and the human star Ricky Gervais
0: Ooh, and how was Ricky Gervais uh, he
2: Gervais. is as happy as I've ever seen him right. he seemed to be having the time of his life working on the Muppets film
0: well it's like The happiest I've ever seen him is when he did that thing for Sesame Street where he's doing outtakes and he's riffing off Elmo. Yeah. Like, he is genuinely exuberant doing
2: that. Yeah. He said that that was the greatest moment of his career up until this point, just doing the thing with with Elmo. And he can't really do anything with Elmo anymore because... Elmo's, yeah. Elmo went bad. Elmo went bad, but Ricky's still good. And he was saying how much fun he had on set because... In between takes, he said, you just find yourself chatting with the Muppets, having, like, l- quite long conversations with them. <laughs> that's really weird. And, and the personas becomes
0: normal. That's reality.
2: Yeah. And he said their personas will sometimes be different off-camera than on-camera. Imagine that. You're like, yeah, so Walter, you know, the new Muppet yeah. from the last... He said that he's, he's a bit cheekier and a bit ruder off-camera than when he's on-camera. Yeah, and he smokes. And he smokes. Wow.
0: <laughs> and he does <smokes. laughs> <laughs> just, just shitloads of coke. You think, imagine you speak to Miss B- Biggie at, like, the buffet. He's, like... With a sausage roll or something, just feeling a little bit bad. You're like, this is ridiculous, you were just a puppet.
2: <laughs> but they were saying it's funny when you're travelling with Miss Piggy, like, you know, all the, the puppeteers and the people behind the film, you know, you will bring your t- one or two pieces of hand luggage. Miss Piggy's like a diva. She has, like, three or four trunks full of all her different clothes. Right. Like, like some famous <laughs> movie star would. She is. <laughs> she is. She so is. how
1: did you find it interviewing them? Was it um, weird?
2: Yes, it is weird. I, I did it once before in L.A., uh, in a junket situation and this was on set and yeah it's, it's weird but you walk in you meet the puppeteer say hello to him and then once his hand goes up there <laughs> you're you're, <Where>? you're, you're <laughs> yeah, he's wow. controlling me he's that's going to be me. an interesting interview <laughs> um, your eye line kind of moves up to the <laughs> Muppet and then you literally start interacting with the Muppet and you don't notice that person anymore that person doesn't seem to exist. In my head, this is still all very rude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're brilliant, these puppeteers, because they're not only doing all the actions, but they're coming up with really witty reposts that aren't pre-planned. They don't know what questions you're going to ask. So, so they, they're comedians as well yeah, as puppeteers right. or Muppeteers. But yeah, the film looks great. It's going to be a, like an old fashioned Muppet movie, like one of the old caper movies from mm. the 80s. And just set in London, or did they go around Europe and the world? They go around Europe. I right. don't know if I can say that, but yeah, it's going to be a bit of like a, a tour of Europe okay. in it. Right. And um, there's going to be some really, really good cameos. Tina Fey's the female lead. Um, Ty Burrell, I think. From Modern Family. From Modern Family. He's really funny in that Really show. funny, yeah. And that show is, I don't know if it's the, the
0: movie's going to draw on that any, uh, at all, but that show's quite Office-esque
2: and yeah. its kind of looks the camera. Obviously, they're both in the movie together. Yeah, but Gervais hasn't written this. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. So yeah. he's not playing bloody David Brent for the fifth time. Yeah. So we'll see. And yeah, the cameos are going to be really good in this one. I just told you guys a couple that I'm not allowed to say. Sounds really good. They sound funny, don't they? Definitely. So yeah, that should be out early next year. So who is your favourite Muppet of all time then? My favourite Muppet is The Great Gonzo. Ooh. Followed closely by Animal. We <laughs> you saying that? They should
0: remake the great Gatsby. <laughs> the great Gonza. I'm I'm smelling a Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> can you smell Photoshops? <laughs> yeah. Chris can. I just, <laughs> I just did one I just did in my pants. Somebody once um like rubbed the creative sweet in front of
2: his face and he's got it for life. He's creative sweets. What about you, Alex? Who is your favourite? It's gotta be Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear. Waka wacka waka. Wacka. <laughs> what about you, Rich?
1: Uh my favourite Muppet, I've got two. But I don't know their names, so uh, brilliant. So you
2: like them that much that you don't know their names? Yeah, I love them. Who are they? <laughs> the two what? old guys. The two old guys in the balcony. Yeah. Are you talking about Statler and Waldorf?
1: If that's the name
0: yes, yes, I am.
2: Rich gonna be like that with his like wife and kids. Love them. I've never heard knowing
0: the name, but you love them. Love her. Love her. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, Kroopers? Creepers. Uh, Gonzo, but as the Muppet Baby Gonzo. Why the Muppet Baby Gonzo rather than the... I knew about the Muppet Babies before I knew about the Muppets. Yeah. I used to watch them on Saturday morning as a kid, so that's my... The enduring memory and the
2: earliest memory of the Muppets was them as babies, (laughs) much like myself at the time. (laughs) Well, I did ask if the Muppet Babies would be returning, and unfortunately no plans... Which Aww. seems a shame, but she Is said she, they I, need to reestablish the Muppets yeah. themselves before they start kind of confusing their message. You know, like, sometimes you, t- like, tweet about something and you don't think anyone would really, like, respond to
0: it. Mm-hmm. I once to tweet about the Muppet Babies. People went crazy for it. People really, there's a lot of affection out there for the Muppet Babies. Well, you know in the US that Tal and Steve Butts and Casey and, uh, I think, uh, Anthony Galagos they've formed a band. And they did a, uh, a version of Muppet Babies that they uploaded onto YouTube. Wow, we should, we should uh, embed
2: that. We should, <laughs> we should embed that. that um, and I actually, I actually have a favourite Muppet Babies episode.
0: Oh my God.
2: Raiders of the Lost Muppet. See,
0: which what's so good, good
2: about that? <laughs> which we had a good chat about because apparently, because there's um, a scene from Indiana Jones in it, a, a live action scene that they took from Temple of Doom. And because of all rights issues, that, that um, episode got buried. But now they're all part of the same company. People can watch that episode again now. Ah. And I said, could they not do a Star Wars Pigs in Space crossover? They could. They could she, said no. do that. she said no. She said no. Don't be so ridiculous, you muppet.
0: <laughs> anyway, onto the news. And this week, some new Grand Theft Auto 5 screenshots came out, featuring lightning. Scuba the the diving. old gladiator. She really let herself go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in hot pants. Uh, scuba diving. Skyscrapers, skydiving, miniguns, trees, helicopters, spotlights, windmills, and motorbikes. You know the phrase like a, p- a picture like paints a thousand words. Yes, <laughs> you, just just, one. you just you just <laughs> you just proved that. Just scuba diving. Anyway, Daniel, have you looked at these screenshots? Yes. Or what do you think? If the actual game yeah. fulfills their promise, that's quite a big game that they've made with lots of things in it. It's a- uh, because and if you can see the scuba well. diving image, is really interesting because it looks like they've created a whole um coral reef that you can explore. Yeah. So, obviously, I went over to New York last year and they were talking, ab- they were hinting at what was available above and beyond the waterline.
1: But that looks amazing. The scuba diving, like the lighting effects. It's oh, like a separate game. It's just like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. That is insane. So, th- I mean, obviously, we've been playing on land. If we can play underwater now and in the sky actually if you could shoot
0: harpoon guns underwater as well yeah and then the other screenshot is um, well it's Santa Monica Pier but I don't know what it's called in the game Santa Maria Maria Pier or something Um, but that's like with lightning and like really rough seas which again if that's got a fully functioning weather system rather than just like you know rain that falls man that is gonna blow my (laughs) conker Whoa. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do, you put, do, you, do you keep it in vinegar overnight just to, to make it harder? Just, just, just the one. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever used to do that as a kid? Yeah. Uh, to strengthen your conkers? Like. <laughs> I'm not sure our international listeners will know what the fuck yeah. we're also, talking about. Also, I just can't, I can't think about you strengthening your conkers and then whacking whack them against your mates. Just see which you, one Yeah, if you break west. them, you win. Yeah. Do you never play that? We, used to keep we didn't up. have television up north. Hmm. But you used to keep conkers under uh, in the dark. I don't know why <laughs> I do every day but under the bed in the dark. Oh, you no, know, the yeah. in the kingdom oh. vinegar. No, What's yeah, the maybe what do you call that closet in your house where it's like the boiler is? What the airing cover, airing cover you put them in there, that strengthens them. Yeah, it's a very yeah. rudimentary form of Pokemon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. when they hit back as well and hit your face, god, that hurt. <laughs> Well, that's it, yeah. We like, no, were talking about conkers, yeah. Rich. <laughs> but, like,
0: yeah, if you whacked it and, and the string went around your hand to the point where it wrapped cr- 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 around your knuckles. Ooh. Ooh, you could die. That? There is a poker cha- uh, poker <laughs> uh, a championship uh, in my local village.
2: You should enter. We could do a that's video. That's where you move, should do.
0: But surely if you, uh, if you put your con- conkers in vinegar, <laughs> <laughs> you just say conker. Uh, that's cheating. That's like taking steroids, no, right? No, it's not. It's just... I put my goggles in vinegar every night. Yeah, yeah. you should really... feel
1: them. Are they really hard? No, stink. it's, gone, it's gone the other
0: way. It's gone pickled. <laughs> <That> <laughs> old, yeah, <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's little, your yeah, shriveled coins. Anyway, so GTA. you're up next.
1: Oh yeah, so we got uh, Xbox Seven Twenty requiring installs for games. So what story? What's that story all about? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> so say so what you see. So uh, imagine buying a game.
2: Yep. Uh, you have to
1: install it yep. on your Xbox for it to work.
0: Right. Yep. So basically what happened is Is that it That's the least <laughs> it? No. That's all it's I not got. been That's all I it's got. it's not been verified, but the the XDK the what the Xbox that stand for? Um Xbox Development Kit. Oh. Well, um SDK stands for Software Development Kit. Um oh. so they have just changed it to Xbox. Oh, um no. b- if it's true, like the startup menu, it kind of implies that when you get a new game, it won't mm. run off that disc. You have to install it to the hard drive. So why buy them on discs in the first place? I guess it's because not everyone has is great it? internet connection. Not everyone has internet connection. Okay. But, so, what is the reason for that? Is it just because the hard drive access will be faster, so therefore the gaming experience will well, be it smoother? It also says it will have a Blu-ray drive, so that might not be such an issue with ripping, like taking the data off it. But that's... Yeah, except, but if you've got... like Maybe blip, so it just runs smoother. I but don't if know. you've got Blu-ray discs of games that are taking up, I don't know, 50 gig That pop, hard drive would have to be massive. It would have to be huge. And Like, every time you wanted to play a game, you'd either like, have to reinstall it if you've got to keep moving it around. According to the documentation on the XDK, it says every Durango console will have a hard drive, although its exact capacity has not been chosen. It will be large enough, however, to hold a large number of games. All games will be installed on the hard drive... Play from the optical disc will not be supported. So Bioshock, for example, Bioshock on PC, I believe is around 35 gigs yep. to install. Yep. That is, you're going to have to have a freaking huge hard drive. Yeah, and we just got a brand new PC in the office, and I installed Crisis 3 on it, and it was chugging a bit. Yeah. Stuart thinks that's because I installed it on the traditional hard drive, and not the not, the, not not the solid state. Yeah but i doubt next generation consoles will have sold today and like, if they do like, they'll that's be even less space otherwise it'll be prohibitively expensive
1: massively yeah
0: so i don't really like take that with a pinch of salt for now but yeah
1: hmm and i mean is that saying that's all future 720 games or is that going to be all games now i thought
0: it won't be on it you know what it's probably bullshit yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Until, I don't know, it's, it's leaked information. they make their move. Yeah. Who knows? We don't know. Creeper. Yeah, is. over GDC and around surrounding GDC and PAX, there's been a lot of announcements for PlayStation Vita. For a long time, we thought it was a lost platform. Then Sony announced that you'd be able to do some interesting things with PlayStation 4 on your Vita. Now, the next stage of that is they've not announced new games for it, but what they have announced is that a lot of indie games that are currently out there and going forward will be playable on your Vita. Like what? Like um, Limbo's coming right. to your Vita. Um, stuff is like. that a system seller. No, but I guess it's a statement of intent that they're going to okay. do this going forward. And so they're retroactively making some of the best indie titles of this generation now available. Tell you what, if they put Walking Trials Dead. on it, I'd have a bit of Trials. The Walking Dead's coming to it. Nice. That's on every platform. But um, see, so yeah, but I then I, I was in a, immediately thinking, will Journey come to it? Mm. Which hasn't I been. some new games. Yeah, but I think it's quite cool because there's a lot of these, Spelunkies at least l- coming to it. But there's a lot of these indie titles that I've never played Spelunky, but a lot of w- w- will go be really bit. good for commuting, which is obviously yeah. w- those kind of games really suit portable play because like, you can do them in two hours which will had, be a charge yeah, yeah, yeah. on the platform. If you had online multiplayer for trials, that would be badass. Yeah. Totally. I think it's a really positive move for the Vita. It's getting more games. Yes, there are already existing ones, but many publishers probably will see the financial risk of porting an existing proving game right. as quite attractive. Like yep. We can put it on there, be really cheap to do rather than like. Producing an entire game that might not sell. Yep.
2: So I think that's a really good thing for the Vita.
0: Yep. And I think that's exciting. Last piece of news, over to Iron Man, Chris Tilly.
2: Yeah, me and uh, Daniel went and saw some footage from Iron Man 3 this week. Um, it's out very soon,
0: isn't it? Yeah. April 26th, I think, in
2: yeah. the UK. We were pretty impressed, I think it's fair to say, weren't we, Dan?
0: I think it looked really quite interesting. Mm. Um, we can talk about it. It's not overly spoilerific. This This stuff is shown in the trailers. I won't mm. go into the spoiler stuff. But partway through the film, I, I assume it's partway through the film, Tony Stark crash lands in the middle of nowhere and the suit is broken. Yep. And he's dragging it along and it turns into this kind of quite sweet buddy d- comedy drama where the Iron Man suit, which is his power effects, one of his powers is an extension of his intellect, is kind of this hollowed out husk that's rusted and battered. yeah. But it's like his friend that he's pulling along and he's trying to help him. And he's like, just call me Tony the mechanic to this kid that he meets. It's kind of interesting, because obviously the third one in the series, and in the trailer it looks like it's going to go bigger and batter, better and brasher at the end, with all these different Iron Men coming to town. But it looks like part of the movie will be more kind of downbeat and sombre.
2: Mm, and just, yeah, examining his relationship with the suit. But also, there's a fucking kick-ass... Action sequence. It was, not it? We cat. watched an extended action sequence, which is in all the trailers. It's a, it's an attack on on Tony Stark's compound, mm. but it was it was spectacular, wasn't uh, it? And he uses the suit in some really interesting ways. Yeah, really interesting ways that you've not seen before. I thought because
0: it's, it's, they've said this that the story is loosely based on Extremis, which is kind of a soft reboot for the Iron Man series, and it allows Tony Stark to be telepathically connected to the suit. Right. Kind of. He can kind mm. of summon the armour to him. Yep. So that makes for some really interesting action um, sequences where he can com- command it independently
2: of his body, is what we say? saying. It's got me excited for the film, and I wasn't totally yeah, stoked I, for it. I, I'm, I, I'm up for it now.
0: I enjoyed the first two, first The first one very much, because I had low expectations of it. You know, it wasn't a new Spider-Man. It was kind of one of the lesser characters, mm-hmm. less yeah. well-known characters, and it was just a good time. I think he works really well in the ensemble of the Avengers because he can be a wise ass in, a, in kind of, in part. Whereas if he's a wise ass old movie, it can become a bit grating. Mm. But I'm looking forward to it. That's lucky when you say wise ass. Wise ass. Wise ass Wise ass. So this week GDC is taking place in San Francisco, and a bunch of pretty good trailers have just Trails. come out of it. Trailers, yes. So, uh, Battlefield 4 was revealed for the first time. Obviously, that's been spoken about for a while, but they actually showed it running on... Well, I think it was on high-level PC. And all but this stuff is on high-level PC yeah. at the moment. Um, well, high-level PC. It's got yeah. some pretty nice really special it's effects. It's got in a there, lot of graphics, hasn't it? That's graphics. So, so I saw it... I got up the other morning, I watched it. Did you watch the whole 17-minute gameplay demo thing? I kind of I kinda scrubbed through some of it. Okay. Um, I watched pretty much most of it. Yeah. I, w- when I started watching it, I wa- was watching on my iPhone and it was quite dark. And I thought, oh, there's a little kind of intro sequence here that's been filmed. And then yeah. I, whacked up, I whacked up the brightness. I was like, I could tell it was game, but it was yeah. still bloody impressive. Yeah. When they're in the car and you see all the beads of water yeah down oh, like, yeah, yeah, the Yeah, when, and when stuff. they're underwater. The it's really impressive. Yeah. The lighting in that is really fucking good. Yeah, and, and so like, did you watch it like later on as they're kind of. Uh, I think they're sort of raiding a compound or something like that. Yeah. And then, like, the effects are incredible. Like, the, the amount of detail that's happening. And the game just looks it. the same, better. Like, yeah. a, a better looking version of the game. And also, I was quite disappointed that, you know, I re- one of my favourite things about Battlefield, and this probably doesn't say a lot about the game, which I thought was okay and I enjoyed it, was the Battlefield noise, you know, the. Yeah. Brrrr. It's been replaced by Bonnie Tyler. I quite like that. <laughs> it's one of those things where you make a very strong brave song choice in the whole yeah. that the, the the juxtaposition yeah. is It's quite cool. I did like it cuz it started appearing yeah. later on. I do I do quite like that song as well. Yeah. What, is it holding out for a hero? No, no total eclipse of the heart. Right? <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's your one. It, it, it's it's, it's holding out it's for a, very a hero good song. makes yeah. more thematic sense than turn around <laughs> every you, now and then. you sang that
2: at, um karaoke. <laughs> yeah, Alan I know. Brian. I've got it on uh, on my phone somewhere. You haven't... No, you deleted it now by now. No, I've still got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um But
0: the the thing that I found really bizarre about it is that, yes, in terms of visual fidelity, it's all out. But there's a... He gets in a Jeep and drives along and then the Jeep hits this tiny little wooden post and stops as if it's hit a brick wall. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's the happens then. Right. Um And that felt a bit weird. And it, as you say, it did ultimately... The gameplay f- looks looked exactly the same as any other battlefield. Yeah, I just so. it looks very similar to the Battle Three Battlefield, battlefield 3, three trailer yep. that we saw yep. a couple of years ago at E three, but everyone was like, Whoa. Because that up. was running on high end PC. Yeah, so and the advancement was didn't feel like Yeah, the that, tone that. of it, like the colour the mm. colouring of it, the grading of it. Yeah. Visually very similar. Yeah. Well, I guess so that's Battlefield, that's maybe it's luck now and Bad Company, if they bring that out it's
1: going to have another feel Yeah. If it's run on high-end PC, is that meant to be replicating the PS4? Well,
0: I th- yeah. yeah, I think it's indicative of what it will be like mm. Yeah. And then did you also see I don't know if you saw it on my screen earlier but the Activision R&D thing of like yeah. the, the real-time facial stuff that looks incredible. That's pretty weird
1: Ew, uh, See, I came over to your desk <laughs> That was a funny noise Ew, uh. <laughs> 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 That was my reaction <laughs> Um, but like a bald man looking at
0: you, blinking. It was just like it's really oh, this odd, is really freaky.
1: I don't know how they do it. It just it's getting so photo realistic.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that games characters won't look like that because no. obviously you've got I everything else moving. Like that.
2: <laughs> That'd freak oh,
0: I don't really want to go on adventures with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, in terms of the actual realism, it's like God, that is insane. But how do you animate that kind of stuff? Like all of the different facial yeah, expressions thought about this for a while if you're going to make a full-on game with those kind of production values sure that's going to necessitate unless you make incredible tools that's going to necessitate a lot more artists yeah. time yeah. money and recently we've heard that um square have been disappointed by three million sales for tomb raider they wanted five how many copies are these next-gen right. games going to have to sell to recoup some of this money yeah so i don't i you know you might not see the next generation consoles quite frequently Pushed to the very limits because it's just too no. scary a financial investment well you're right it might just be the kind of call of duties and battlefields of this world that have the kind of guaranteed success to implement that stuff and the year-round kind of monetization yeah, yeah, of yeah, that yeah. product yeah because that's the thing you know tomb raider could have quite easily gone anyway it could have easily sold just a million you just don't know yeah and um, three million is pretty good it's only yeah. been out a few yeah. weeks yeah mm. Uh, obviously, the other trailer that they showed off was Metal Gear 5 Phantom Pain. So we kind of know what this is. I still think there's quite a lot of confusion about it. I have no it. idea what the heck was going on in that.
1: So th- this has been teased for a while, hasn't it? But under a different pseudonym. Oh, well, yeah, I don't
0: know. Well, the, well, the, well, the, well, let's just clarify the situation somewhat. Uh, several months ago, we saw a new game debuted by Kojima Productions called Metal. Debuted. Met- debuted. <laughs> I don't know. If I that. Debuted. I, well, I know, okay, I'll pronounce it correct, debut Ted um, <laughs> called Metal Gear Ground Zeroes. And then they said, this is different from the next Metal Gear Solid game. It's a different thing, it's, a, it's its own entity. Then this other game came out called Phantom Pain by Moby Dick Productions. And there's a lot of kind of cat and mouse, smoke and mirror, all that sort of stuff, like viral marketing tactics. And um, we knew for a long time that was being made by Kojima Productions because the CEO of Moby Dick Productions was called Wakim, but spelled in a way that it was an anagram of Kojima. Right. So, what we found out now Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain are actually the same game, they are Metal Gear Solid 5. Ground Zeroes is the prologue to Phantom Pain. So, okay. I think it. So, apparently Kojima said, yeah, so Ground Zeroes is likely to be a separate release. Um, arriving before the main title. So I think, I can't remember who drew the parallel, but it might well be like Gran Turismo 5. Tom said that, yeah. Yeah. But they're both, it says PS3 and Xbox 360 at the moment. That's all they've said. Yeah. And and also, yeah, because we looked at the trailer, it doesn't really feel like it's doing anything that's that far out there. I'm wondering it looks good. I remember us all being massively impressed when we saw Ground Zeroes, though. Yeah. Maybe we've just like our eyes have changed, and we think, well, maybe it can get more. Out I've of changed clouds. my eyes, yeah. Yeah, I changed mine. I upgraded them. Well, yeah. Somewhat the minority report. I yeah. got two for one. Um, well, how would they release Ground Zeroes? I suppose it depends on the size. It's not going to be a. I, I doubt it's going to be a, a equivalent in size of a game to Phantom Pain. So no. that Does that mean you'll be able? Maybe it's a DLC thing. But also, does that mean that if if you're going to play Phantom Pain? you have to play um ground zeros does it you know who knows um i don't uh, so in well, ground zeros the, the character has both his limbs so it, it seems like he's going to undergo some kind of very traumatic accident yeah because in phantom pain he goes into a coma wakes up nine years later yeah and he doesn't have a an arm he has a prosthesis yeah it's sort of i don't know even the, the bits that they showed of the gameplay where uh, he's riding on a horse on the horseback weird, at one point. Didn't I thought it looked really I looked a bit, bit shonky, ropey. I thought, yeah. um, and when he's crawling on the ground uh, in the hospital, again, I thought that looked a bit ropey. But the actual, the I guess it's the cutscene stuff of Snake's old face looked pretty decent. I don't know. Still a lot to be kind of decided on that. So yeah. I guess out of the two, if you're going to pick one, what would you go for? Battlefield or Metal Gear. Would you? It's more. It looks more intriguing. and It interesting will be a more interesting game. Yeah, yeah. but uh, and I like the idea of it having a prologue. Yeah, even though I bet some people would see that as quite pretentious. Yeah, I, I quite like that idea. Uh, another big trailer out this week was Wolverine. So uh, Wolverine's
2: back. Yeah, the two trailers actually a, a, a domestic and an international trailer. They're pretty similar though. The international was awesome, a bit longer. Yeah. Why do they do that? don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so The Wolverine.
0: It's really weird that movie's out so soon and this is the first time we've seen it. Mm. I know they've been
2: shooting right up to the wire, but still. Well, it's, a, it's been a troubled production with directors walking yes. in the past. That's basically what I was getting at. <laughs> uh, James Mangold's the Helmer, isn't he? who's done some good serious drama. I but find
0: a helmet is a really funny word. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> helmet.
2: <laughs> She's the helmet. Oh She's a helmet. helmet. I <laughs> a
0: fucking helmet. I agree.
2: I agree, but I use it all the time because you need to find an alternate word for director. <laughs> no, I know that. <laughs> oh, it's hard. He's the captain. Uh, but you're more of the expert in this field because I think you've read the comics, haven't you, that this yeah. is based on. Damn. So
0: the first Wolverine movie isn't great. It's actually, I think, a bit better if you go in one expecting something quite light-hearted and seeing loads of cameos from other characters. I hated it. Good. (laughs) for the record. You had different expectations. Um, So initially they were like, we're going to save this character, going to make it a very serious movie. Darren Aronofsky was attached for some time. They were going to visit one of the most famous um, story arcs in Wolverine's back catalogue where he goes to Japan and he learns the way of the samurai and all that sort of stuff. And it was going to be a way to save this character, do something a bit more serious. But from the trailer, I just think it looks just like a continuation of the first Wolverine stand- standalone movie. Mm. I just the tone, tonally, it seems too, it's visually it doesn't look distinctive to me. No, I think going to Japan, setting it in East Asia could give you the opportunity to do something really interesting with the visuals. Mm-hmm. The, po- the first poster where it was like Japanese calligraphy intimated that and it just looks just generic. It does. Thought, if you I look at like Kill really Bill, like Kill right. Bill, for instance, when she fights in Japan, mm. yeah, really stylish, really beautiful. It looks yeah. like Japan, whereas yeah, I it, guess. but this just could be anywhere, and that's the thing. It probably you know they have shot in Japan, but it could be anywhere.
2: And it's got, I guess, that Superman Two vibe going on, where it's the superhero losing his powers, yeah,
0: or yeah. mm. making him vulnerable. But
2: I guess all the stories have to do that at some point or other. But especially with these
0: it... very very super powered characters. Mm. Um, is it, I think ultimately we'll, you know, it could be good. I don't know. I think we might, it's more likely we'll look, to, look at it as a missed opportunity.
2: Well, it's a director who's great at drama and it does look like there's some serious stuff going on. So if, if it succeeds, it will be because the, the story really sweeps you away and you really kind of care about what's happening to him. Yeah. But I worry about that because it didn't happen in the last one. Yep. Yeah. So we will see, but slightly disappointing.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, listeners, you should let us know what you think about those trailers. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com or Twitter and Facebook slash IGN UK. Uh, we got some listener feedback. Well, I've got a couple of pieces yeah. here that Be- are laughing at me. Thanks before. very much. Before we go on to that, I just okay. want to say we get a lot of feedback and we don't always get time to go through it all, but I'm stockpiling it and we'll get around to everything. Also, because we talked about Tomb Raider last week, we got lots of really good detailed feedback on what you thought about Tomb Raider. Now, I think we'll talk about that next week when Kez will be on it. She reviewed the game, so it'd be quite good to get her to respond to some of your feedback. Yep. sounds good. Uh, email here from Andrew Cameron uh, talking about, well, did you guys watch Utopia? Chris, you were watching it, weren't you? Yeah, I watched Utopia. What did you think? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Really but good. I would have absolutely watched it if 4OD had the same func- functionality <sighs> oh, as iPlayer. God, it's terrible, isn't it? It is. It's browser. It, right. it's abysmal. Oh. Yeah. I
2: was a bit late to the party. I, I had to watch the first episode on 4OD. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's very, very good. Very dark, very stylish. Right. Very well acted. Um, can't wait for a second series.
0: You know what? I think that would make Xbox 720 win for me if they came out and just led with... We fixed 4OD. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buying that console.
1: No, it does work really well on the iPad. That's the only platform that does works it? well. Right. On. Yeah. Need to get but again, the fact can't... you can't download is just. Yeah, well, that's Ooh. coming this year, supposedly. Well, um, it's not here now, is it? No, and you can't AirPlay yet with 4OD. Right. So, still a bit rubbish. There you go.
0: Uh, he <laughs> also says, "Good job uh, in the last episode, five stars, especially for the goofs
2: at the end. Very funny." That was me doing my VO work for uh, God of War. Well, and was uh, funny. We might have, might have some more of that for today if it, if it recorded. What, earlier? Yeah. I don't think it did. Don't think did not lose did. that. But no. You're, you're goosing gaffes earlier. Gaffs earlier. <laughs> oh, oh. <yeah>. sorry. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Uh,
0: and then a uh, similar topic. Uh, this is from Daryl Sharp, who says, I should say that the outtakes at the end of the podcast were hilarious and should be a semi regular feature. We were, Thankfully, I don't do that many VOs. <laughs> <laughs> we were all listening to them in the office. I thought it was really funny. And then we thought. Yeah we might just check this by Alex first There was a huge debate in the office Literally the whole office got involved last week.
2: As to whether or not we should put it up And whether we should ask you right. A lot of people were saying put it up And I was saying no ask I was, Alex
0: I would say put it up in a bit <laughs> the,
2: whole, the whole office got
0: involved But you do know that I'm, I'm pretty good about that kind of stuff I don't mind <laughs> that's <not what> Chris <laughs> <What? said. laughs> Give me an example
2: If someone takes the piss You immediately get well, annoyed I don't mind That's, not, that's, that's well, me laughing at myself You're I a good sport it. And it was very funny it was very,
0: very uh, He also asks: uh, Is there any chance of any of you lot um, cameoing on a Beyond podcast anytime soon? No. No. Well, quite- they're quite a long way away from us. We can Skype in. Mm. Skype. No. Ultimately, <laughs> no. Um, next bit <laughs> of feedback is from Joseph Kramer. He says, Sony have claimed over 100 games will be released for Vita this year. Do you think that people would buy it? I think a price cut and a wacky viral marketing campaign would fix everything. Of course, I'm only being half serious. A price cut would be a terrible idea. Um, we kind of talked about this earlier. I think they're going to get a lot of games. I think a lot of those games will be those indie titles, but I think that could be really, um, really help out moving, shifting some Vita units. But the reason I include this feedback was P.S. any chance of bringing back Haiku Corner? No, I don't know what that like is, corner. That, that was even before my time. Yeah, yeah why is I have haiku no idea what that was. It was, was like. a Matt
2: Wales thing, wasn't
0: it? Well, it's just... Why is it? Well, people would write in like haikus and yeah, we'd right. read them out. Yeah, well, if people want, want to write, yeah. write in haikus, it's not going to stop you.
2: I just don't like haikus. Why do you, why do you hate haikus? Uh, because... What would you rather Say do? it in a haiku. Why I'd rather a poem. I'd just like a poem. Let people be a bit more... A sestina... Or a sonnet. Cycle. I don't like rules. Right. I'm a maverick. You like free verse? Yeah. I like limericks. <laughs> oh, now yeah. that would be good. <laughs>
0: you just said, I'm a maverick. Oh, or oh, a good limerick. <laughs> <laughs> you <got me> now. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> um,
2: I used to just hate having to really concentrate whenever I read one to, to make sure, because we had to make sure they were a haiku yeah. before we read them out. And it used to annoy me every time I'd have to try and remember what the rules were. It's it, what we're writing with, it's 575, isn't it? I can't remember. I believe. I don't know. But yeah, write whatever you want. Okay, good. Uh, I've got an email from Kerr Henderson, who says, it would be really awesome if you let your listeners of Scotland know that Street Pass Edinburgh is having a launch party for Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on the 7th of April. We have t-shirts and we're having contests. So yeah, Scottish listeners, uh, get get involved. There's a
0: poster attached. I'll see, I'll see if we can put it out on our Twitter feed.
1: Cool. Kez would love to get involved with that. Imagine that in Scotland. playing It's two Hunter. of her favourite things.
0: Yeah. It's hunting lot nest.
1: <laughs> Sounds pretty good. So, I got a piece of feedback from Daniel Kearns. He says that he loves the podcast, and Aww. us sexy bunch get him excited every Friday for it. So <laughs> if only... That's nice. Also, that's why we shouldn't do video podcasts. <laughs> little winky face there as well, which is uh, always appreciated. He asks, what next generation You're console showing you little winky do you face? plan? Sorry. No, he's got a little winky face in it. Oh. <laughs> winky. It is in the emotion, no. not got it's like a really childish,
0: polite way of saying dickhead. Oh look at his little winky face.
1: <laughs> winky is a brilliant word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, what next generation console do you plan on getting when it comes out? Xbox or PS4? We
0: don't. I can't answer that yet, but no. we Need will more revisit it.
1: We will revisit that. Yeah, question. we
0: don't. We know nothing about X, the next Xbox.
1: No. Apart from. Although
0: you, I will say right now, I have seen nothing that makes me want to go out and buy it on day one. What?
1: See, if PS4. If, if they Xbox? mention that 4 d well, uh,
0: app. Well, I haven't seen anything on Xbox, so not Xbox. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen nothing on Xbox, but so I'm not going to go and buy it. If,
1: well, but if the rumors were true about 720.
0: Well, which rumours? That you have to download games and sort <laughs> yeah. of oh, oh, yeah. you well, you know, I've been waiting ages down- to do that. Yeah. Oh, I love my downloading. And at the minute, it's all about slightly better graphics and I like graphics Yeah. but
1: not enough to spend 400 no. quid on a console.
2: I'd like to throw that back at him. Uh, not the next <laughs> generation but the generation after which one was, is he going to yeah. buy?
1: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, if you're listening <laughs> then, then give us a Chris is calling you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, I've got an email from David Trevino who says, why didn't you tell me you'd be in Austin? <laughs> is that... I don't know. there is more to so it than that. He says, anyway,
2: let me know next time so I can at least come by and say howdy. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh, uh, I don't make a secret of it. I go twice a year and we talk about it every time. Yeah, but why
0: don't you tell him?
2: <laughs> it's just crazy. Sorry, Mr Trevino. Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, uh, he also says he's very disappointed in the Wii U. Hmm. Me too um, Yeah, we've had a bit of a nightmare with oh, Wii U Yeah, we have Like, We tried to get four Wii U's online to play Monster Hunter for some content that we're doing Oh my god, it is literally the worst console I've ever used
1: <laughs> You can't wire in an internet connection You can't do it, you have to use Wi-Fi
0: Well, you can use, there are ethernet adapters available
1: But it's not built in It's not It
0: is ridiculous But the the, so, the other problem is I was trying to download a copy of the game. It's six gig. And literally about four times I tried it. It either came up with an error or the fucking eShop went down or uh, the it system powered down after an hour. And it was like, well, oh, I don't know God. how fast it thinks your internet is, but there's no way it's going to download. You before... can turn it off. I know, but the fact that that's the default oh. is, like, if you're downloading something, it shouldn't just go, all right, I'm going to turn myself off now. And off it goes <laughs> That's how the Wii U speaks uh, If it spoke it like that I'd like love that. it more though If it had voice I'm, I'm playing it. a game just,
1: It does feel like This doddering old fart That doesn't really know What it's doing In terms of connectivity
0: oh, I'm losing my charge
1: The thing that really annoys me about the Wii U Is the time between screens
0: Oh my god yeah. It the takes so long Between menus if you, if you got used to an iPad And just hopping in and out of apps Then just get ready To wait for eternity Yeah Yeah
1: um, but there is going to be an update in April coming out for that. Yeah,
0: so we'll see. Uh, mm. Another email, similar topic from Sean Khan. Uh, got the system at launch. Uh, had good fun playing with friends playing Nintendo Land. Uh, Zombie U was frustrating but rewarding. Trying to was great, and I'm waiting for Need for Speed and Lego City to arrive in the mail. What did you give Need for Speed, Daniel? I'm um, same nine. That's good. It's still the same core game. Yep. But if you like, what? An aspect of the game is just doing whatever you want whenever you want it's like a big sandbox game the Wii U gives you more kind of godlike tools so you can turn the traffic off you can make it any time of day so if you want to like really embrace the kind of open world sandbox vibe to the game yeah it's probably the ultimate version of that right but it's you know it's just come out looks the same I think it looks very similar it's really interesting on my review some people some Block even contacted me on Twitter having a go at me saying, You're just lying about the game. Does not it does not look good on way. But they've used the Christ, even said they've used the high res textures from PC on it. Right. I can't tell a difference. You know, I think it looks I did a side by side comparison with PS3. Some bits maybe look better, some bits don't. But there's people on the comments of review who will swear that it looks better, there's people who will swear that it looks worse. Right. So you know what that kind of implies. But well, just people that just swear. Well, that's just me. That's yeah. me responding. <laughs> yeah. Getting a bit leery. Uh, he also says, no doubt the system is doing abysmally bad at retail. And the third-party situation isn't great, but I bought the system full well expecting uh, it to be the thing I play Nintendo games on, unsurprisingly. Uh, and occasionally call third-party experiments. I think that's how um, I view it. Yeah, yeah. but that's just want Nintendo to actually make some games for it, right? Yep. Uh, if this were my only console, I could totally understand being pissed. But since I have other platforms, I can still be in the front row for the Wii U's best stuff when it eventually comes out. I just question whether, why would you spend 300 quid on a console when you can go and play most of the other games elsewhere? It's all about first-party stuff. It's the value and There is Nintendo stuff. But where? 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 We'll, we'll see at E3, Alex. We will see at E3. Uh, I think, is that the last
2: piece of listener feedback? That's it it for listener
0: feedback this week. So uh, before we disappear, let's have a quick look over the uh, films and games coming out this week. First up, films.
2: Yeah, well we've got the new G.I. Joe movie, G.I. Joe Retaliation, which our uh, film critic in the States seemed to like, Eric Goldman. Yep. Um, I've not heard brilliant things from (laughs) colleagues over here.
0: I also think a factor in that is nobody cares about GI Joe in this country. No. We don't. Because I we I was on a thread the other day up, um, with the entertainment guys about doing a list of the GI Joe characters. I don't know. I like. I never grew up with no. them. I don't know them. I have no af- affection for them.
2: Sure, but I, I don't know. I was talking to a couple of people last night who liked the first film and thought this film was yeah. abysmal. And the first film's got quite a bad reputation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one yeah, of the few critics it. that gave it a good review. <laughs> really, I, yeah, I, I, I really it. enjoy
1: the first GI Joe. <laughs> I'll give this one a miss to be honest
2: yeah so uh, but I'm, I'm yet to see it. I don't think I got invited to the screening which I thought was a bit strange but uh, like
0: would you go and see an action man film no no no. what I was saying not no, because, no but, but would you but it depends sounds like what, a dodgy film depends yeah. how good the film looked really yeah. but I'm just saying because you grew up with those characters it might just it add might a bit more to more. it yeah just a bit more
2: uh, Finally, Nemo 3D's out I guess you know what you're getting with that and yep. Trance which you've seen Daniel Trance is really good. At first, I, I find it quite a difficult watch.
0: Um, it's kind of uneven, but in the days following scene, I kind of thought about it more and more. Mm. It's kind of a trippy version of Inception. Not as spectacular, not as maybe action-orientated, but kind of really smart, kind of interesting, funny. McAvoy's incredibly, incredibly charismatic in it. It's a really interesting little movie.
1: Mm. More trippy than Inception.
0: I mean, trippy almost kind of like a bit more kind of druggy, intense and psychedelic.
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, that sort of stuff.
2: I'm intrigued.
0: It's less clinical. I'm entranced. Oh, nice.
2: And what about the games coming out? Uh, Bioshock
0: Infinite after God knows how long. Well, that's actually out. That came out out on Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, And we're going to be talking a lot more about that next week uh, once we've had a time or all all had a chance to seriously play it. Uh, Also out, Luigi's Mansion. 2? 9.3 on IGN. Very good game by all accounts. Cool. Um, And something decent for your 3DS. And then lastly, Army of Two Devils Cartel, which you are reviewing as we speak. Yes. Daniel. So hopefully we're going to get the review live before the weekend. Um, I won't say much about it. So you can read the review and watch the video review. But I want my strap line to be and I don't know if you'll let me do this, Alex. Can we call it Army of Pooh? Wow, it's amazing. I was up <laughs> only all if night. you can have a play on words with Devil Devil's Cartel. Okay, I'll have a Devils think about
2: fart it. all. <laughs> you've got to be careful with those kind of things, though. I've you've, I've told you my John Sim John Sim story, haven't I? <laughs> what was it? Yeah, the subhead we did under review of a John Sim movie mm. uh, was simply Sim shitty. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and he phoned up the magazine to complain. That would have worked very right. well for Sim City. Yeah, but that's
0: his name, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's <laughs> still quite a funny pun. I, I'd be offended if it was like you took my name and made a joke out of it, but if it was the name of the film and made a joke didn't out of it. I demanded to
2: speak to the guy that had written the review, who hadn't. It was the sub editor that had written the the subhead. But oh, so you didn't even. It wasn't me. It was it was a colleague of mine. But um, right. Yeah, he, the guy that wrote the review didn't actually write the subhead. Right? Oh no. Very far. Fu- oh, was funny. That was a good day in the office. I'll think of something better. I think. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening. And, uh, well, if you do, then please give us a nice a nice review on iTunes. I do like a nice review on iTunes. You do, do Yeah, yes. Oh, nice. uh, thanks for Christopher oh, yawning throughout no. most of this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, well, we'll be back same time uh, next week. Until happy then,
2: Easter. Bye, happy Easter, bye. bye, bye. happy Easter, bye. Happy Easter.